This Week in Wealth is powered by Alpha Wealth Group. If you're serious about retirement and have saved $250,000 or more, call Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino now, 630-934-1855 or alphawealthgroup.com. Alpha Wealth Group, retirement made simple. Welcome to This Week in Wealth. I'm your host, Tom Fortino. I'm the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group. If you want to give us a call, you can always call us at 630-934-1855. That's 630-934-1855. You can go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. That's alphawealthgroup.com. Lots of great information. Download reports. Send me questions. That's a resource for you, as always. Today, boy, we have a lot to get into today. You know, I wanted to talk about, of course, uh, what's going on in the market. There's always things going on there. Also, this interesting article I read, it's called Rethinking Retirement, Why You Need to Plan with Longevity in Mind. And we've been seeing this recently with Henry Kissinger. I'm going to come back to this, the Charlie Munger, 99, Rosalind Carter, and so on. Boy, a lot of longevity out there, and that's just the reality of it. So we want to talk about that, and then how does that impact your retirement plan? Also, this uh, article on housing woes. This was out of the Wall Street Journal. It said, um, housing woes won't let them split up. This has to do with couples, and I think, again, there's a lot of good takeaways we can get into, a lot to talk about. But I just wanted to start out with, again, this longevity risk. In fact, Norman Lear just recently passed away, 101, 101 years of age. Kissinger, I think, was 100 Charlie Munger, we talked about last week, 99. Sandra Day O'Connor, 93. It's crazy. But the point is, we, you know, we're living longer. And this was this article, in an era increased longevity. A man aged 65 today has a 50% probability of living to 83 and a female 87. 50% chance of one of you living to 95. In previous generations, long-term retirement plans may have been for 10, 15 years. But today... And tomorrow's retirees, the golden years, can last three decades or more. And so we talk about this life expectancy, the possibility of living longer. Of course, it should be exciting, but it can mean you, you're around to watch your grandchildren. These are good things. Grandchildren grow up. So you get to spend more time, uh, be around for milestones. But with that comes the cost of more years of daily living and health care expenses. So we just, are we taking these into account? You know, um, we talk about a number of these things. So, for example, if you say, well, it's interesting because I have conversations often with, with people that come in there and they'll say, yeah. And I'll do, when I do an analysis and I run, I basically run it till I try to, I put life expectancy in there. So I run it till at least age 95. I can run it longer. A lot of the people say, oh, I'm not going to make it that long. Not sure how they know. But if you think about it, if you live four years longer than what you expect or what you've anticipated in your plan, and you need 50000 a year from your retirement, well, 50000 times four, that's 200000 more you may need in the pot to cover those expenses. So we really want to talk about it. Again, it's the kind of the good news is we're living longer. The bad news is potentially we're living longer. And when it comes to a number of these things, this is why we're going to start down this path of talking about some of these things. And I want to start with income planning. Um, because that's really what it's about. You know, you don't want to be full of life out of income. The expenses don't stop when we retire. And so um, let's talk about some of these um, these aspects of it. You know, Social Security is one of the main sources of income that we have in retirement. And, in fact, there was a recent bill that was, uh, was uh, presented. I guess it's from, um, from Paul Ricketts, of course, of Ricketts fame. We know around Chicago. It's designed to cut the tax on Social Security. My comments on this would be, uh, yeah, good luck with that. That's probably not going to happen. We'll talk about taxing on Social Security, but let's just talk about when we talk about your claiming strategies and understanding what it means when we take Social Security. 
Social Security. Now, this is from their website. And by the way, what I would tell people, anyone that has not gone there, um, go to SSA.gov. You can find out what your benefits are. These are things we need, we should know, right? Um, if you're going to get 40000 a year, your spouse is going to get 30000 a year, that's $70,000 a year. Kind of important to know on the income side. But right now, this is, again, from the Social Security website. Typically, Social Security replaces 40% of a retiree's pre-retirement income. And half of all baby boomers who have additional sources of income or retirement, Social Security is their main source of income. So we have to be concerned about our claiming strategies and understand. I, you know, Lawrence Katlikoff has a great book out there for those of you who are interested. Uh, it's called Get What's Yours. Get What's Yours. He goes into a lot of detail, and there is a lot of detail in your claiming strategies. One of the things that he says is the risk isn't dying, the risk is living. And it gets back to this whole longevity discussion we're having. Because when we talk about income planning, and I want to get into some other ideas here, we have so much more to get into. But because this is kind of the, um, you know, the main source for so many people, we just want to make sure we don't shortchange ourselves when we make these claiming strategies. So I'll make a couple comments about this. Again, um, understand when you make that claiming strategy, the every year you wait, it goes up by 8%. In addition to that, there's a cost of living. This last um, October, they came out at 3.2%. So it's 8% plus 3.2%. So I just want you to be aware of that. Um, and so you can see differences of ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 a year for the rest of your life, you know, between age 65, 66, and 70. 70 is the last year that it continues to grow by 8%. But the other thing to keep in mind for those that are married, and I want to get, as I mentioned at the beginning of the top, I want to talk about some of these, these couple surveys and some, uh, some interesting information from this Wall Street Journal article. But for those of you that are married, keep in mind the larger benefit stays with the surviving spouse. So there's more, there's more dynamics to consider for those of you that are married. And so, um, Again, you may defer one, you can take another. There's a, there's a number of different strategies. And so this is something we look at when we talk about the Social Security. The taxing component of it is another thing, which, again, we will get into today. But, uh, again, I want you to understand the importance because you could be leaving a lot of money on the table if you don't make the right decision. And as it comes to this, Social Security is not able to provide advice. They just can't. And sometimes it may not be the best advice. So... This is an opportunity to kind of go, first of all, go to ssa.gov, find out what your benefit is, confirm what your benefit is, find out what your spouse is, for those of you who marry, what their benefit is. There are also spousal benefits, which we can talk about, up to half of your benefits. For those that don't have a long work history, I just want you to be aware of that. So if you have a $40,000 benefit and your spouse has not worked that much or has a very low benefit, there's a spousal benefit, which is half of that $20,000 half of your full retirement age benefit. Again, a lot of moving parts. We can talk a little bit more about this when we get back, but let me do this. Let me offer the Social Security decision as well as the income planning strategies in there and the budget worksheet if you want that to really start to create an income plan. These are the tools to really sit down and start to put this together to to understand and, and start to input some of these stuff. Know your numbers. And create a plan for those of you that, you know, we've got longevity. Maybe you're going to make it to 101. I know most people say, no way. But, hey, Norman Lear did it, Kissinger 100, and so on. This is something, again, the risk is living, not the risk is not dying. We want to understand these things. Additionally, I'll make one other offer. For those of you that want us to run, we have a terrific, I think it's a terrific program, an analysis that will show you your different claiming strategies, 
run them side by side and really help you in this whole process of making a decision. So if you want that, we can run that for you as too. Give us a call, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. Coming up, we're going to get into some more ideas on creating income that you can't outlive kind of covering that longevity risk. Social Security is a piece of it, but there are also other ideas, and we want to get into that. So stick around. You'll listen to Tom Fortino here on This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm your host, Tom Fortino. I'm the founder and principal of the Alpha Wealth Group. If you want to give a hold of us, you can always call us at 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. You can go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. AlphaWealthGroup.com. You know, I started out the conversation today about this longevity risk. We've just seen recently, it's just, it's just I don't know if it's odd, but it just seems like over the last couple of weeks, we've seen really prominent people from Henry Kissinger at 100, Norman Lear just this week, 101, uh, Rosalind Carter, 96, Sandra Day O'Connor, 93, and so on and so forth. And I've given you some of the numbers. And, and when we talk about our retirement and kind of this uh, new reality, I'll use that term because that's one of the classes I do called the new reality in our retirement. We're talking about being in retirement maybe 20, 30 years. And of course, when we talked about factoring in inflation, longevity, in addition to that, we can talk about, I want to get into some of the other issues, but as far as what happens if a spouse has a long-term illness. Um, there was a study by Healthcare Services that it showed that um, there's a 75% chance one couple is going to need some extensive care or long-term care in retirement. What does that mean to your plan? Again, it's it's great with longevity. We can enjoy the things in life and our family, but then what are the other? What's the other side to that? So we started with income, and I want to get into that, and I'll get into some of these other aspects of it. But the first thing is we just we got to have to pay the bills. We have to have that what we call the turn the lights on money. And I spent some time on Social Security because um, we've seen that's the main source. I've given you some of those statistics. And so certainly all of these things, when we create income, we want to try to optimize the income, right? And so when we talk about understanding our benefit and our claiming strategies, because these are irrevocable, what is the best thing? And especially if we're married, we want to understand that too. When we have, uh, you know, what we call our survivor benefit, our spousal benefits, this is part of it. And making sure we maximize our benefits. We do that analysis. I offer that. We do a deep dive into the Social Security analysis and your claiming strategies. You can take advantage of that if you want to give us a call or go to our website. You know, we can help you with that. Social Security is just one piece. But then we want to talk about those other pieces. Let me make a couple other comments on income. One is you certainly your pensions. I come across this very often. I just want, again, pensions similar to Social Security are an irrevocable decision. So we have to be very careful on these. You're, one, you're in one of two camps. One is you've already started taking your pension. If that's the case, you can't go back and change it, right? Again, this is why these things are so important. One of the things I would just say is please find out what your survivor benefit is. In addition to the, we talk about these risks, these longevity risks, but there's also what happens if you pass away. Long-term care is an issue. If a spouse passes away, and again, this was from this nationwide paper, you know, in 50% of couples, one spouse will outlive the other one by, by 10 years. And so we want to understand how do we maximize our Social Security benefit? How do we maximize our pension benefit? What's the survivor benefit on those things? This is all part of your income plan. So if you have not taken your pension, again, for those of you that have taken it, my advice is please confirm what your benefit is. If one spouse predeceases the other, one Social Security goes away, and then one of the pension can be reduced, and in most cases, it is. 
And so then when we look at this other piece, uh, as I said, with pensions, contact your pension provider. For those of you that have pensions, call them up, ask them to send you the pension printouts. They can tell you what is it going to, what are you, you may get 10 different options. What if you take it just for your lifetime? What if you take it for you and your spouse with a spousal benefit? What if you give them a 75% benefit, a 20 and so on? They may even give you a lump sum option. Here's a half a million dollars go away. But you know, these are, again, this is where we start to be a little proactive and take charge of our income planning. These are all these income pieces. And so when I mentioned my test for income, one is it comes in regardless of the market. Two, it comes in regardless of what you have in savings and investments. And three, it comes in at any age. Whether you live to 93, 99, or 100, the checks keep coming. That is true of pension, and that is true of your Social Security. And the other thing I've talked about in the past, and I, and I just want to make one comment too, the investments certainly are there to supplement your income. But uh, as I say, we, there's no number that's going to guarantee you an income stream. So this is why when we talk about income, I just want to, um, you know, to, to say that's where I differentiate between assets and income. You can have a million dollars. You've heard me talk about this before in a retirement plan or in investments, but we just don't. It is susceptible potentially to the market. Obviously, there's potential market risk. There's longevity risk if you go through it. And so we just want to be aware of how do we differentiate these ones again. Imagine if, again, you could be in a position where you have all the income you need and you still have the investments. That's kind of the goal. And, you know, there's other aspects of your plan, which we will talk about today. But I just wanted to spend a little time on this as it relates, again, to longevity risk. The other piece I've talked about before, and I'll mention briefly, as part of your plan, which you can put in place, and I've come across this a lot recently, are these annuities. You can use an annuity as an income piece to your plan. And what's they've come a long way. Um, I recently met with someone, and that was their situation. They had a pension plan, which was going to be reduced in half. And then, of course, the Social Security, there's another potential. One of them would go away. And so we talked about, you know, these are things that you might want to use as part of your income plan to say, look, if I pass away, I know one of the highest Social Security is going to stay. My pension, part of it will stay if you do have a pension. And then you can use these annuities which will create a guaranteed lifetime income, and it will be a joint lifetime income. So you, you can set it up. I've given the example before. You know, whatever, if you can give thirty forty thousand dollars $40,000 of income, you know that these pieces of income are going to continue. I gave the stats before that over 50% of couples, one outlives the other by 10 years, and in 75%, one outlives by five years. And so these are this, this is part of that protection piece that I talk about, as well as just the income. So can we create income that lasts a lifetime, comes in every week or every month, no matter what? And then to the extent, um, you know, if we predecease our spouse, then the, 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 the income can continue for the rest of their life. And there's ways that we want to do that. That's why I offer this packet, this income planning packet with the Social Security decisions and the worksheets. This is the way to start creating this income plan that can answer some of the longevity risks. There's other risks that we can talk about coming up, but I just want you to be aware of, if we can check the box on that piece, we can start to look at the other things, like try to minimize the tax on it. I'll talk about that when we come back briefly, and then protect it. You know my mantra about uh, the five pillars to your retirement plan. So if you want that information, give us a call. We'll get it out to you, 630-934-1855. This is the income planning packet. Gets into a lot of the details. If you want us to run the analysis for you, and take all these things into account, as we say. You know, do you have you stress tested your financial plan? Can you replace your paychecks? Have you adjusted for inflation? 
We'll do that for you, too, if you want us to run that analysis. There's no cost or obligation at a minimum. Get the information and get started to putting these things in place. And I hope you live to 100, but have a plan to get you there. 630-934-1855. 630-934-1855. Coming up, I do want to get into this study. There's a, there was a couple's retirement study. We'll talk a little bit about the market, and we'll get into some end-of-year ideas. You listen to Tom Fortino here on... This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm your host, Tom Fortino. I'm the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group. If you want to give us a call, 630-934-1855. 630-934-1855. You can always go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. That's alphawealthgroup.com. You know, we've been talking about, as I said, we start out with some of this, these risks as we go into retirement. One of them is longevity risk, and, you know, that was kind of what, where we started. Of course, there's other risks such as tax, in, the, the threat of increasing taxes. That's why you hear me talk a lot about getting to tax-free. You know, if, if we can go down the list and, and, and solve some of these uh, or try to solve or help solve some of these issues, you know, certainly the Roth conversion. I'm going to get back to some end-of-year stuff here in, in, a, in a little later, but I just want to talk, too, about something uh, that was a Wall Street Journal article. And, again, I think there's some good takeaways from this. The article was, Housing Woes Won't Let Them Split Up. It said, High mortgage rates and housing costs pose new problems for couples who are divorcing or separating. It said, Divorced and separated couples are facing their worst nightmare, sharing a house with a person they want to get away from. <laughs> okay. Uh, behind the uneasy arrangement is the housing market. Mortgage rates are over 7%, and average home prices have hit record highs. This means more couples can't afford to leave their home with its less than 3% interest. Renting isn't always an option either, given that rents have risen more than 9%. And so they're showing some of these couples that said estranged couples stuck together are trying to create boundaries. Husbands on the second floor, wives on the first. They assign his and her cupboards in the kitchen. Wow. Schedule laundry time and text whereabouts as needed. I guess, in other words, don't be around. One woman locks her bedroom door and keeps her supply of batteries and toilet paper, important stuff, in her closet. Okay? So this is just, it's, I guess the, the thing is we live in interesting times. So it's crazy how, how uh, we have to deal with As I said, the new reality in our retirement, the class that we do, these are some things that we're dealing with. But I just wanted to talk about couples in general, how, and more so couples that don't live on separate floors. And this is really important. I think it's a really good time to address it around this time of year, because hopefully maybe we have some time off. We can recalibrate, revisit, and get ready for next year. There's Fidelity does a retirement survey, couples retirement survey, and it said 48% disagree on the age they plan to retire. 51% disagree on how much savings is needed to reach retirement. So this is why when I offer this information and I talk about getting organized and understanding what your goals are and getting on the same page, this is really an opportunity to do it. And that's why when I, when I offer the retirement roadmap, it goes through creating a retirement plan, getting organized. You know, we talk about, I think it was the Bureau of Labor Statistics said there's over $1 trillion in old 401ks out there. You know, if you're married, your spouse may have two or three uh, accounts. You may have three or four accounts. I just had a meeting on on Friday. We did a quick meeting with a client. It was a review, a Zoom meeting. They had six accounts, but guess what? They're all in one place. It was I. You know, again, I, this is something I do beyond just you know, I'm an investment advisor rep. We do portfolio management. We do estate plan. We do all of these things as part of our firm. But I also help people get organized because when I pull up their account, you see it all on one account. They each have a Roth. 
They each have an IRA and they each have their trust accounts. See? And so we can pull these up and, and see them. And Fidelity, I think, does a good job. We use Schwab as well. But and there's other good companies. I'm not saying they're not good. But what I like about Fidelity is you can do an account access where you can, it, husband and wife can, can view each other's accounts all on one screen. It's really nice. It keeps you organized. It helps you monitor because if you have an account somewhere else and you're not looking at it, good chance that you're not really staying on top of it. So, you know, you've heard me pound the table on getting organized, and that's why I offer this information. I'll offer it in a second. But I want to provide the tools for you to sit down and start going through some of these things. I've made the comment before my wife and I, in fact, we're going to do it again. We do it at least usually a couple times a year. We sit down and go through these things. And, and again, the checklist is understanding, first of all, are we on the same page, number one. Number two, do we have everything organized and we know where everything's at? We keep all our stuff organized and I, we go through it every so often. And sometimes we uncover some things we were unaware of. Um, we have an estate plan in place. I'll tell you this brief story. We was I, I was taking her to the airport this week and she has this plan through her work. And this is why this stuff is important. We called the company and um, she said, because we've been through this so many times. Um, and she said, my husband's here because we're on speakerphone. And uh, we were talking about some things, which we thought, okay, that's enough. She'd let them know I was there. So I started to talk. The, the woman on the other end kind of snapped my, <laughs> at me because I said, excuse me, um, how is that one piece of it invested? And she said, who are you? Why are you talking? And she had to say, yes, I give permission for my husband to speak. So what's the point here? I just want you to understand why when I say it's not about one thing, and you hear me talk about estate planning, if you have retirement plans, IRAs, 401ks, right? Your spouse cannot access those accounts. Those, your, and I, I say this from personal experience. They will not talk to you. They won't talk to you even if you're with your spouse, right? They'll shut down completely. So this is why when we talk about having powers of attorney in place, um, because keep in mind, if your spouse is incapacitated during your lifetime, that asset is frozen. You cannot access it. So you know, when I talk about estate planning as one of those five pieces, this is important too. For those of you, as I said, couples out there, and this applies even if you're not, if you're single, you know, do you have the right documents in place? I, I, you know, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent here on these, but you know, these are all the aspects of getting organized, knowing how your assets are titled, who are your beneficiaries? Do you have the right documents in place to control those assets? And this is, these are the five pillars. Okay, we talked about income planning for most of the show today. Certainly, that's important. Understanding where the income is going to come from, maximizing, doing the best claiming strategies, creating income you can't outlive. But then the areas of protecting and controlling assets during your lifetime. And so, this is why this estate planning piece is part of it as well. And so, you know, I'll offer that packet again. You know, we'll talk a little about investments. That's one of the five. You know, again, it's creating income number one minimizing the taxes on that income. And I'm going to give you some examples coming up with this same couple I was just mentioning, some moves we made this week. Also, you know, have an investment plan you can stick with and you're comfortable with. That's part of getting organized. You know, there's pro there may be some investments and in accounts you're unaware of. And certainly we want to all be on the same page, especially for those couples, um, and understanding what your wishes are. Then there's the asset protection piece. What happens if a spouse, I had two or three um clients this year and this past week i'm saying not this year in fact another person that came in from uh one of our shows 
ask about long-term care. We'll talk a little bit about that when we come back as well, but that's your asset protection piece. And then having the right estate planning pieces in place or the right documents in place to control assets. This is what it's about, right? That's having a plan. So um, again, this is an opportunity, I think. Here's the call to action to sit down and really kind of review your plan, see where things are at, get organized and kind of hit the ground running going into next year. So if you want that information, this is a I call it the retirement planning packet, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. I'll include all the information as well as the worksheets. If you want to schedule some time, you can go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com, and schedule a time. You can give us a call. You can email me, or you can, again, come in, and we'll sit down and do a complete analysis. Again, a lot more to get into, so please stick around. You'll listen to Tom Fortino here on AM720. WGN. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm your host, Tom Fortino. I'm the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group. If you want to get a hold of us, you can always call us at 630-934-1855. 630-934-1855. You can go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. Alphawealthgroup.com to get information. Ask me questions, send me questions. You can schedule a time uh, if you want to chat or even come in. You know, today we've covered a ton of topics. It seems like the, the you know things just go by so quickly. I, it, you know, because there's so many aspects of your plan. Again, I try to keep it simple by saying there's five pieces. So before I forget, I do want to talk briefly about some of the end of year planning ideas. Again, we talked about income, doing the claiming strategies, pensions, annuities, creating income you can't outlive. Kind of went into some estate planning there accidentally, but we were talking about being able to access uh, your spouse's account. What's going on with some of these retirement surveys and couples being on the same page? But also, I did mention taxes, so I don't want to forget this. You know, because we still have a, a window here. It's not too late. This couple that I was talking about, I recently, you know, had that review with. We had all their accounts together. The six accounts were all in, in one place, and I had it set up so they could each view each other's accounts and had access. This is how you get organized. But we also talked about doing, they're semi-retired, so there's some income, but not as much income as as much. So we talked about doing a Roth conversion, probably going to do a $20,000 Roth conversion. I just had a couple last week or the week before we did $10,000 each, another one for $30,000. This is something that I incorporate into my practice because I do what I call forward tax planning and also um, Roth IRA contributions. Um, Man, I've had so many meetings this week we've done this. I'm just thinking of another person. Uh, we're doing the conversion and then doing the contributions. But you have until the end of the year, so there's still time if you want to do that. This is taking money from a tax-deferred account where the – and when we talk about minimizing, remember, forward tax planning, longevity, putting yourself in a better position down the road. And uh, Roth conversions, I've said this before, but I'll repeat it. You can do any amount at any time at any age. So if you had $100,000, you can do every penny tomorrow. Typically, what makes sense is just do maybe 20000 a year for five years or whatever the numbers are. But in this bracket, again, the, the, this couple had a, a had a low, their taxable income was about 70000 It may have been even less. Because we looked at their gross for the year, it's going to be about ninety to a hundred. Keep in mind, you have almost a $30,000 standard deduction. For them, it was about twenty eight. So their taxable income was actually closer to $70,000. you are not taxed on your gross. What does that mean? They're in a 12% tax bracket. And so I said, we can move $20,000 at 12% from your tax-deferred account, right? You got to pay the tax on the conversion to move it from forever taxed to never taxed at 12% to never pay tax on it again. Would you do it? Of course. In 22%, you can still consider doing it. As I've said before, 
There's only two more years left after this year, 2024 and 2025, on this Tax Cut and Jobs Act. What are traditionally lower tax brackets? And so how many of us are incorporating this? What does it do? Well, number one, it puts more money into tax-free. So if tax rates go up in the future, tax rate on it is always zero, number one. Number two, it reduces your required minimum distributions because you've drawn down your IRA. So now you may have more tax control down the road. There's no required distributions on Roths. And you may get more Social Security tax-free because Roths do not count against your Social Security. That's pretty important. So we, we again, imagine if you can get to a point where I'm, I'm doing as much as I can on the income side to try to maximize my benefits. I offered running that Social Security analysis as well as a lifetime income quote. But if you could get all the income you needed throughout your lifetime, but try to get as much of it tax-free, control it with the right documents, I was just talking about before, pass on to what you don't use to your children and grandchildren in the most efficient manner, and have a solid investment plan. This is good stuff. This is why I talk about these moves. I, it's, I, I try to touch upon certain things each week and then provide the information because I can't get into everything. That's why I offer the reports or I offer opportunities to come in to talk about these things because everyone's situation is unique. The one area I didn't cover there is the protecting it too, okay? Um, we mentioned longevity. but we, I, talked, I touched upon it in the past few segments, so I want to you know, get into a little more detail here. We've talked about this before. The average 65-year-old couple, this was um, from healthcare, um, this was a data firm. The average 65-year-old couple, 75% chance that one of you will need long-term care. We've seen some of the statistics. Uh, the average person, this was a nationwide white paper, 7 in 10 people had knew of someone that needed long-term care. Again, I come across this a lot. So the point is, what do you do to protect? We talked about if a spouse passes away, you know, maximizing the income benefits as much as possible with the pension benefit, maximizing the Social Security benefit as much as possible, and maybe using an annuity. But then if a spouse passes away, you can take a look at maybe life insurance too, um, but you can combine the two. So let's talk a little about in the event of long-term care. This is kind of an expense. There's been studies that have done. Fidelity did one. I know one just came out recently. Your your healthcare expenses in retirement are going to be 300000 Now, that I don't think is necessarily a lump sum, but um, you know the average care in a um, again this was from the Nationwide paper. If you need home health care, fifty four thousand a year. If you need um, in a nursing facility or a home, you know, in, in a, whatever you want to call it, an extended care facility, whatever, it was over ninety thousand a year. So my question to you is, what does your plan say? What would happen? And keep in mind, if one spouse outlives the other by another fifteen or twenty years, or you know. After that, now what happens to the surviving spouse or the whatever term you want to use, healthy spouse? Again, you may choose to private pay. I'm not suggesting you go out and buy a long-term care policy, but you know I'm insurance licensed too, so I cover this with individuals. I'll get them the information. You can make a decision. So one is you can say, look, I have the assets. I'm going to private pay. The second option is you could buy what's called a long-term care policy. And this is all part of the information that I send out. So you can, again, get informed. A lot of opinions out there, but uh, you know my goal, if I'm your advisor, is to have you make informed decisions. There are long-term care policies you can buy. That's an insurance policy that says, in the event I cannot, uh, I need long-term care. You know, it will pay a daily benefit, hundred dollars, two hundred dollars a day, or whatever it might be, six to ten thousand a month. That's your basic insurance. There's also, you may have heard of these these life insurance policies. The insurance industry is does a lot of evolving, for lack of a better word. 
But now what they're offering is these insurance policies that will give you a death benefit, of course, because it's insurance. But guess what? You can also use the death benefit during your lifetime. There's some moving parts here, but you want to understand how it, it works. So, for example, again, I'm giving you general information, but you, if you said I'm going to get this $500,000 policy, it's a death benefit. Okay. But during my lifetime, I can use, again, this is general, typically 2% or 2% of five, 10,000 a month for four years. So now it says, in the event I have a long-term illness, and, and that's in the industry is defined as not being able to perform two of six activities of daily living, eating, bathing, mobility, there's a list of them. But that's the industry standard. You can start to receive that benefit, 10000 a month in this example for four years. And if you don't go through the benefit, that goes to your spouse uh, income tax-free because it's life insurance, Right. So this is this protective piece. You know, that's one of these five pieces. Remember, creating income you can't outlive, minimizing the taxes. Are you doing some of these ideas I talk about? Getting to tax-free, having an investment plan. We didn't talk much about that today, but that's important. Certainly having a, a designing and building a plan, a smart investment plan you can stick with. Having the estate planning documents, controlling the assets during your lifetime and after, and then also protecting the pot, that proverbial moat around the castle. This is important stuff, and do you? Uh, that's why I talk about being complete. So I just want you to understand some of these options. I know there's a lot of opinions and information out there, you know. With so I, I mentioned because I made references to this. What happens if there's a long-term illness? What is the protection piece? You know, it's not just the sta- the, the the cost component of it, but it's also controlling assets. Getting back to that power of attorney where my wife gave me permission, right, <laughs> to talk to the 401k provider, you know, if, a, if someone's incapacitated, that uh, you need a power of attorney in this example, right? How do you access their retirement accounts? Are assets going to be frozen? You can't refinance the house. You can't sell the house. How do you sign tax returns and so on? This is why when I talk about all of these pieces, it's just not about one thing. And so this is why I offer that retirement roadmap. It gets into all of these. It includes the worksheets. It includes, and if you want something specific, let us know. We'll customize this for you. I have all types of information so you can sit down, read through it, mark it up, call me if you have questions. So this is available. If you want it, I'll get this out to you. I call it the five simple steps to a stress-free retirement. But this is the uh, this is the process, and this is a good time of year to get this, sit down. I'll put the organizers in there as well, the worksheets, and maybe you can carve out some time, my wife and I do every year, as I said, to really sit down and dig, take a deep dive into everything you have. You'll, you'll, this will be a good thing. So if you want to take advantage of that, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. Of course, if you want a more personalized, customized review, you will meet with me personally, Tom Fortino. We'll do a deep dive. We'll go through everything, throw everything in a box, come on in, and we'll help you out. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. We'll be back next week at the same time at 7 a.m. I'm Tom Fortino for This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Advisor. Alpha Wealth Group, WGN, and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. 
results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Insurance and annuities offered through Alpha Wealth Group, licensed in Illinois. Tom Fortino and Alpha Wealth Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.